1: On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I'm so absolutely delighted to have you with us today today. As always, I'm going to tell you to go to the self-improvement blog, theselfimprovementblog.com, all one word. Take a look at an article that our guest has written. I think you'll notice it right away. It's something about going from piss to bliss, and I think we all need to read that one, especially these days. Uh, you'll see a picture of him. You can read his bio there, and by all means, after the show, go to the right sidebar and watch the videos of him playing his music. he will be so, so glad you did that. You know, when you start a business, one of the first things you do is write a mission statement. You know, from that you get your business plan. But you have to know what it is you want to do and why. What is it that you intend to do? What do you want to provide? What do you want to sell? What is it you're going to do? Now, I've read a lot of them, and I've written a number of them. It's not easy. They're important because they set the tone and direction of the company or the business. I've never read a mission statement for a musician, and I was blown away when I read this one on today's the website of today's guest, and I'm going to quote it. I'm going to read the whole thing to you because it's so profound. And I quote, I come with a crystal clear divine purpose with utmost and sacred devotion. I encapsulate in song my interpretations of the ancient timeless wisdom of the ascended masters and of the contemporary teachers I meet in this life. Each and every song I birth begins as my personal conversation with source delivered as life lessons of spiritual growth transformation and expansion of consciousness I share this gift to soften the hardest of hearts widen the narrowest of smiles loosen the tightest of grips lighten the heaviest of loads and thin the thickest of walls of as many souls as I can possibly reach all for the greater purpose of lifting as much light and consciousness into this world at this time in human evolution when it is so called to be done. This mission statement is today's guest statement. Influenced more by Rumi and Gandhi than by Dylan and Springsteen, Bob Saima has established himself as a headliner, teacher, teacher, keynote musician and transformational leader in venues across the country he has shared the stage with Marion williamson gay hendrix jack cornfield peter russell and many others that we consider luminaries he performs concerts musical meditations and workshops at festivals retreats spiritual centers holistic health centers listening rooms, and corporate events. And I love that because it means he comes wherever you are. I love that. He's been called the Eckhart Tolle with a guitar, and it's been said that he's picking up where John Lennon left off. And I am so absolutely delighted to introduce to you Bob Simon. Bob, welcome to the Self-Improvement Show.
3: Oh, thank you, Irene. What a a wonderful introduction. Very humble. Thank you so much.
2: I try. I was blown away by that mission statement, so I really I really couldn't, I could hardly wait to talk to you. <laughs> my first question is this, always, always this question. Tell us about yourself. Who is Bob Simon?
3: Mm. Wow. Just, <laughs> it's, it's such a big question. question. <laughs> you know, much of what my music is, is about <laughs> is um, the discovery of the self. But I mean personally on the you know, just the level of labels and all that. I mean, I'm a singer-songwriter, and, you know, a teacher, a guide, a, a student, a um, a singer, a, a leader of song, a leader in concert. I mean, you know, just as Ram Dass says, we're all walking each other home. I'm just uh, trying to sing the song to help us walk home. Um,
1: and uh moved
3: into music full-time about a year and a half ago after... Um, you know, many years of part-time keeping it as a hobby on the side um, and building up, you know, building up what I was doing and, you know, doing the work on the spiritual side. uh, And I want to to talk about all of that.
2: Yeah, I really want to hear how you got into this. When did you recognize that you had musical talent? Did you just sing all the time as a kid or something? You know, how did you know you wanted to sing?
3: Um. You know, I not like I was really singing necessarily, but I was always moving my fingers or tapping on something or tapping my feet and it was just this energy kind of coming through me. I, always I can remember. And it was always music. It was maybe it was from the cartoons and stuff that I watched when I was a kid, you know, they always had that crazy music that went along right. with it. Um but I I don't know, I didn't really open up to it as I mean I, I played in some in some bands when I was like in college and all of that. Um, playing guitar and learning how to sing, and but i didn 't really start writing uh, what I would consider the meaningful songs until you know much later in life you know when I was in my thirties and I started to uh, sort of spiritually awaken and open up and that 's when I realized wow this is this is kind of like the perfect marriage here i 've got you know this the, this desire to to awaken. And i got this desire to make music, and I put them together. And I didn't really put them together. They just came together. They came. This is really interesting because you're telling
2: part. me that you were 30 years old when you mm-hmm. really started to n- know that you wanted to be involved in music. Mm-hmm. Um, mo- you know, Most people say, oh, I, I always sang. I always knew I wanted to sing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you are sort of, uh, I'm hearing, directed to sing, and play, and write.
3: Yeah, directed is probably a good word. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, to me, it's. I mean, I have no musical training at all. I have, mm-hmm. I have never. I took one guitar lesson and I never went back because it was so complicated. <laughs> um, <laughs> and
2: yet you play the guitar. Uh, so you know, how so
3: did it, you it go was about kind of a, honing a this at all?
2: How did, you, how did you learn to play? How did you learn to sing? I mean, you you have all the phrasing and all the, you know, all of the intricacies of being a performer, I, you know, watch these talent shows and I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I didn't know there was so much to it. Mm-hmm. But you didn't go through all that, did
3: you? No, it was pretty effortless. I mean, it was, it, well, you know, in the, in the beginning I, I did, I kind of, you know, well, I'll write, I'll write some songs and I'll most of them were kind of coming through me. I, I, I always say I write them down, you know, I suppose I write them. Um, so I really think I just open up to, to this this energy that's coming through me. You know, it might sound kind of kitschy or whatever, but I mean, you know, just like all the great artists and all that, they they just, they fully admit that they're doing it, but they admit that there's a divine energy coming through them. It's really coming from, from that source. It's a you know, I mean, they're the vehicle, but it's coming from this different energy. So mm-hmm. I've kind of just, over nice. the, the years, just gotten out of the way and, and allowed it to flow. And so I think that really is what allowed me to do it with no training or, you know, very little training. And uh, just just pure spirit, pure energy following following that.
2: So what what kind of work were you doing that you dropped? for full-time music i mean give us an idea of what you were doing for a living oh don't. sure
3: you know it was you know like a corporate <clears throat> corporate america kind of stuff i worked for, for big companies that made software and, and <laughs> computer stuff and you know i went around and did the business thing and and uh spoke at events and uh did presentations and brought in customers i mean it was sales and marketing, so it was, uh, gotcha. what, what many people are out there doing, you know, it wasn't exactly my calling, it just, you know, it was a way to earn a living, and I, and I never sort of, uh, uh, you know, regretted any of it, it was always, you know, I think part of the path, it helped me to support myself all those years, um, and it just came to a point where, it was like, you know, I was realizing that it was out of balance, that I w- wasn't supposed to be doing that, because this other thing was so powerful, it really things. had a lot more to offer to the world, and what is, was um, your
2: first song? What did you write first?
3: My first song. I, I, somebody asked me that a couple weeks ago, and I, I think it was called "Chasing Shadows." <laughs> uh, and, interestingly enough, "Chasing Shadows." I think it was. I think I was like, I don't know, maybe a teenager or something. I, I don't have a copy of it anywhere, but I do specifically remember. it.
2: Oh, that's yeah, interesting.
3: Writing it. You know, right, it was we're, about, going to, we're
2: going to play a song of yours so the, the listeners can get a feel of what you do um, mm-hmm. before we go to break. In fact, we're going to use it to go to break. And the song we're going to play is I Am. Tell us a little bit about that song and how it came to be.
3: Um, well, that song, it was interesting because you when you asked me, who am I? You asked me at the beginning of the interview. That's a loaded question for a guy like me who who would rather not talk about my labels and all that and just say, well, I'm this divine presence and I'm love and I'm unconditional love, you know, all of that. So I am is a really powerful statement. It obviously has some, you know, kind of biblical connotations, but the words you put after I am are so critical. You know, I am, I am sick. I am, I am happy. I am not well. I am mad. I'm angry. And just saying just words, I am, uh, is a mantra that I like to do as often as I can. When I get caught up in the busyness of life and possessions and, you know, money and stuff, I just go back to I am. I just, I am, it's the existence of, uh, of the soul and the human that are connected and so much beyond your name and your occupation and the things that you have and the, the labels that you can attribute to yourself. So that's, and then at the end of the song is, it kind of takes a little spin. It says, "I am, uh, you are, we be," which is uh, an African term uh, called Ubuntu, which is uh, just a, uh, a statement about interdependence. So, uh, pretty big song. Got a lot of meaning behind it. A lot of. Uh, so
2: I'm going to ask our listeners to get themselves a little quiet and really tune in to the words of this song. We're going to let it take us. To break so after the song stay tuned we'll be right back with more with Bob Simon
4: What's the eye behind the eye I am Who's the me behind the eye through which I see? Am I the watcher, or is there something else that's wanting to be seen through me? I've accumulated all these things. Artifacts, possessions, names they tried to tell the tale of me. But I am holding on to thinking there's a little bit more. With yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Here I stand my conviction strong and clear.
0: Build your better business, achieve that goal, make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed.
2: When you think of inspiring women,
0: who comes to
1: mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman?
2: No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week,
0: Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been.
1: Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment.
0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
1: You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at one 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self improvement show. Our guest today is Bob Sima who's a singer songwriter um, and has written some wonderful spiritual. Music that really propels anybody along their spiritual path. You should have just listened to the song "I Am." Um, it was one of the first ones I heard, and I absolutely fell in love with his music and said, "We've got to have him on the show." That was one that really propelled me uh, for this invitation. So, you know, Bob, you really didn't grow up in a musical family. You're, you know, you weren't around musicians and then you were getting all of this wonderful music and knew that you had to quit your job. You knew you had to do this full-time, so you left corporate America. How did you get started? How did you get you know to your first album, or, or did you have an album when you started um, going out on the circuit? How did you get your first gigs? Wow. It. Uh, um, <laughs> that's all one question. Yeah,
3: that's <laughs> all one question. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is, Irene, it's really a process. I mean, my first album came out in 2000. As I said, I left Corporate America a year and a half ago, but my first album came out in 2006. So, you know, I have four albums out right now, um, actually five, and it was a process. You know, it it, it just and it evolved as my music changed. You know, I went kind of from playing in folk kind of listening rooms to like festivals and stuff. into more kind of spiritual centers and concert venues that are kind of intentional music and um, playing in like New Thought churches, Unity churches, and Centers for Spiritual Living you know, events, you know, with uh, empowering speakers. I did the work with Marianne Williamson at a few events. So it just sort of grew and it grew kind of with the music. Um, but uh, it, it was a process, I guess I should say. It took it took lots of growth and time and, you know, just a lot of effort to uh, get my name out there and to um, get the music into the consciousness of, uh, of people.
2: And there isn't a lot of music like yours. You know, before we get into to more, tell the listeners how they can find you, how they can find your music.
3: Uh, well, it's all... It, the beauty of it all is kind of one stop <laughs> I hate to say that, but I mean it's, it's all in one place at our website Bob dot com I mean everything is there um, if you if you actually join our newsletter, we'll send you three free songs so you can get immediately get free music. Um, you can also just listen to I think there's seven songs on a player that you can just listen to, no charge, and no, it's all free. Uh, well, because we want people to hear the music. Uh, you can go in, you can look at the schedule, you can leave a comment. We have a section for your blog and my blog. My blog is obviously my writing and your blog is for you guys to write, you know, what, whatever you've experienced with the music. You can contact us, you can, and I mean, we travel all over the country bringing this, this music, uh, and you can read about the different offerings that I have, which is not just concerts, but it's also I do music, uh, meditation, and mantra. I do breath work uh, uh, classes and and, um, experiences, and so there's a lot, a little bit more to it than just the music. So all of it at BobSyma.com. Now, one of the things, one of the the quotes on
2: your website says Mm -hmm. Bob is channeling some of the long-forgotten troubadours. Now, talk a little bit about that. Who, you know, where your music comes from, how you, how you recognize it. And then uh, tell us how you got on this spiritual path, a little bit about your path.
3: Hmm. Well, i um, trying to remember. I think someone from Acoustic Guitar Magazine might have said that, um, or someone out there in California. Uh, you know, I don't know because it's funny. I don't listen to th- those contributors. Uh, and, and people have come up to me and said, you know, um, uh, Pete Seeger? Like the, you know, you know, you know any of his songs, and I, and I kind of look at them with a blank stare. And yeah, I know who he is, and he was like this folk singer, and I, I couldn't name one of the songs. And so I started looking into this, and started realizing that a lot of what I do, especially live in a setting, um, concert setting, is I get people singing, and I get them singing songs that they've never heard before, but they just, they just, act, you know, they just can, you know, intuitively start to sing them. So I think that the fact that the songs are fairly simple and they're not real complex musically and they're pretty easy to sing um and they have empowering messages i think it sort of is a nod back to like you know pete seeger and you know like those kind of singers and john lennon i guess some of the some of the work that he was doing so that's why i think that came along and then as far as my spiritual path um well i mean i think that started when i came into this life but i mean it's just it's just been and unraveling, a, a peeling back the onion, just growing and letting things go and, you know, just taking 10 steps up and three steps back, you know, as everyone else does. Uh, but I've been through just all kinds of different iterations of teachers and, and, um, and practices and meditation and yoga and breath work. And I just, that's my whole life really is, is spiritual practice and growth. And, and, um, and that's why it shows up so heavily in music. Uh, So they're kind of one and the same, really, for me. And music is a spiritual practice. Music is a spiritual uh, experience for me as I write it. Oh, I
2: think music is a spiritual experience. Now, I'm not sure about rap music. (laughs) Maybe it is. Um, But pretty much all music seems to be. Uh, And that's my opinion, but it, it does. But yours especially has this wonderful spiritual impact on the listeners you have you 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 just said you have five albums now i try to wrap my head around how you make an album i really can't it just seems like such an amazing amount of work uh you i don't even know how you'd go about it maybe you can tell us that you have a certain number of songs. How do you know they belong on the album? How do you choose them? How do you go about recording them? How do you get the silly thing out? And no, I don't mean silly; it's not a silly thing. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. How do you get um, it out once you've got it made? You know, do what you do you do, you do with it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I um, you know, the funny thing is, is making the album is like the easy part. It really is for me, at least. I mean, you know, the songs pick themselves. Um, I mean, sometimes I'm writing songs. But like, I know it's kind of time for the next album. And I don't know if it's like the same as like women having children. <laughs> it just feels like, okay, it's time for another one. But it just feels like the next, you know, birthing is ready. I just start writing these songs, just saying one after the other, after the other. Sometimes I write songs after we've started recording. And I'm like, wait, 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 I got a new one. I want to throw in here. So um the songs and all that, it's not so much a, a big challenge. Logistically, you know, it, you have to get musicians together and all of that. And, I found an amazing producer that I've worked with um, on, on on four of the five albums is just a gifted soul and just gets my music and I'm very, very, very lucky that I found his name's David Weber um, at Airtime Studios in Indiana. so the the making of it is real's real pretty easy. It's beautiful process, and it's a little painful here and there, and you know you're, you just have to kind of get through it. It's, it's a lot it is a lot of work. But getting it out to the public is really the big work (laughs) because, um, you know, once you make an album and you sell it to everybody that is connected with your music, then you go, wow, I've got like seven billion more people (laughs) out there I could get this to. So that to me is the the task. And so, and and that's really not my thing. I'm the artist and i you know, but I have a a wonderful partner, Shannon, who works with me, my partner, and she um, is. You know, she's the work behind it. She's the booking, the management, the, um, publicity. And we're, we're a small company, you know, it's just really the two of us and, and an army of very aggressive, um, not aggressive, very, uh, um, I would say devoted friends and fans who help spread the music. I got an email from someone today just out of the blue. She said, Hey, someone just mailed the two of your CDs. I can't wait to listen to them. I don't even know who, she, who it was that mailed it to us. So, there's a lot of angels out there that are helping to get the music out. Yeah, but the harder it, part it's, is that is getting it out to the world. So, you know, I got an I
2: email announcing something. I think your new album and I'm like, Oh, you know, it's so hard to do a musician. Now I've been going through all of that and, and mm-hmm. then I listened to your music, and I thought, oh, I wonder if he'd be on the show. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're, listening to your music totally changed my attitude. <laughs> oh, we're going to go to another break pretty soon. And you have this wonderful song I, I really want to play to go into this next group, uh, next break. So, and And the title is Don't Die With Your Music In You. Talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that, and then we're going to go to break with it uh it, it's just it's just such a rich thought i mean use your music before you go is is how i get it i mean don't let anything be left behind yeah uh, but tell us on the table. tell us about um, this song I mean, the,
3: the song was was really the, i almost say the first song that started all of this in 2006 you know like all those years ago i was in a I was in the corporate job. I was working. I, was not, I, I had a this, this super strong urge to start to grow myself spiritually and just kind of come into who I really was. And I, I started um, listening and reading some of the books of Wayne Dyer. And um, in, in one of his uh, talks, I think he was doing, uh, I used to put it in my headphones and just ride my bike and just listen to them um, as I was exercising. And he was telling the story of his uncle that had given him this book. Uh, And Wayne Dyer was like, I think, 17 at the time, heading into the Navy. And his uncle, one of his dear beloved uncles, gave him this book, The Death of Ivan Illich, which is a Tolstoy um, story. And it was about a judge uh, from Russia, from Moscow, who lived pretty much a life that everyone else decide for him instead of living the life that was within him, his dharma, his purpose. So he ended up going to law school because his wife sort of pushed him in that direction and then she helped him to get this job mm-hmm. as a judge. And he lived his entire life based on what everybody else said he should do. He wanted to actually be a musician. And so the, the story that Wayne Dyer tells at the end, he said after he put the book down, he said, Wow, well, you know, don't don't die with your music still in you because that's what happened with the judge. He you never got the music out there. And when I heard that, I mean, i had a full-body experience. It was like, you know, really, fully, every cell in my body resonated with that statement. And um, and that's when I wrote this song. And it's uh, and it's a gospel song. It's, it's nothing else. It's just like, yeah, this little light of mine, I just want to let it shine. So
2: that's, that's uh, and and it speaks the, to everybody, even if, you're, if your thing is not singing or playing or doing anything with the music, you still have your own music in you, and you got to get it out there.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it, I it, mean it, music is just a metaphor, it's, it's, yeah. it's your dharma, that's your purpose, it's, it's why you're here. And, Such uh, a
2: rich song, let's play Don't Die with your music in you as we go to break.
4: Won't you sing us all your songs, sing us all your songs Sing us all your songs that you know Won't you sing us all your songs, sing us all your songs Sing us all your songs before you go Don't die with your music, your sweet, sweet music Don't die with your music in you
1: you gotta leave it all
4: behind Leave it all behind Leave it all behind For the others coming along Gotta leave it all behind Leave it all behind Gotta leave it all behind Cause we wanna hear your songs Don't die with your music Your sweet, sweet music Don't die with your music gotta tell us what you know. Tell us what you've seen. Tell us how it is. Oh, how it used to be. Gotta tell us something good. Tell us something good. Gotta tell us something good. Because that's just what we need.
0: We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Have you ever noticed that sometimes life just feels easier, especially when judgment of you or anyone else ceases to exist? What if you could function from that space all the time? What if gratitude is the key? Every time you are grateful for someone or something, a new universe opens up. What difference can you create in your life and the world from the energy, space, and consciousness of gratitude? Join us on Access Consciousness Presents Beyond Saying Thank You every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
1: Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Each show will
2: focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment.
1: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned into to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlin. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141 That's one 888 346 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the self improvement show. Our guest today is Bob Simon. He's a troubadour, a spiritual singer who's just done some wonderful, wonderful music written um his own songs done five albums and travels all over the country bob tell us a little bit about some of the venues you play in tell us how people can find you how they can book you because your music speaks to 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 people and they really need to be able to hear you and where do you Yeah, absolutely
3: well um yeah so so we travel all over the world um mostly in the U S and you know, the the music fits in many, many different scenarios. I mean, I do a concert where I, you know, it's me and my guitar. I I generally don't travel with a full band. It's very intimate with my guitar. Um, and it's very interactive with the audience and really big transformations happen. I mean, people really have experiences with the music. So I play in, you know, I play in theaters and, I play in spiritual centers. I do, I've done work, um, you know, in yoga studios and those kinds of uh, venues. Um, but I also do other things. I, I actually do um, workshops, spiritually-based workshops. Uh, one of them is called um, Practical Breathwork, and it's based on um, many different disciplines and traditions of, um, of breathwork, as conscious breathing and um, sort of relaxation, meditation, meditation. Um, you know ways to connect deeper with your with your soul, and I weave in the music uh, within uh, the teachings and the facilitations of that. And it's a very um, it's a very expansive and beautiful experience. So I bring those events them uh, into you know different cities where we go. But um, yeah, we we travel quite a bit, and we're on the road um, pretty much every other week. So uh, we play at festivals. I can. I could do, uh, I do um, what I call uh, keynote concerts where if you're having an event, um, and you, instead of bringing in a, a, a speaker to just, you know, do a talk, I would do a talk that it would be infused with songs as well. So it's sort of a, a singing uh, keynote, and I do, I do that as well. So there's a, it's a lot that can happen uh, with this music. The music is sort of the, the foundation for it, but there's so many different deliveries that we can offer to um, people with
2: it. Let's talk a little bit about the breath work. You have a song and I can't remember which one it what which one it is, but it always just strikes me so powerfully when you say something's breathing me.
3: Mm. Wow. Well you hit know, on I mean that's um that was I am that we played the first song. Oh uh, okay. Um and that's you know the concept of behind it is The question I always ask people is, are you breathing or are you being breathed? You know, are you you living or are you being lived through? So when you look at life from that perspective, it's a little bit different to say, you know, I have a life. That means your life could be taken from you and it's kind of a scary thing. Or you can say, I am life living itself. So it's a, a whole different paradigm of looking at yourself as that you're being breathed and you're being lived. Um, as opposed to, it's all about you and what you can have, hold on to, and what can be taken from you. So, and there's there's many things that happen in breath work um, that are quite mystical. I mean, there there's there's a way to get to your subconscious basically just through conscious breathing and very uh, focused breathing exercises yeah. that can really really tap into some stuff that's inside of you that you didn't know was there. You know, it's kind of um, Hanging out there that needs to be brought to the surface. So, uh, breath work is really powerful stuff, and it it really brings you back to a centered place, to a balanced place, to a relaxed place, and to a place of uh, a really eternal peace. I mean, this, that's pretty much no other way to put it. It's just that eternal nature that you uh, that you are is uh, brought through with the breath work.
2: And, and breath work and music are so. Entwined, because music is a lot about controlling the breath and using the breath. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so so the it's it's a whole package in a way. Um, you know, and the music. I, I guess what I want to say is the breath is breathing you, and the music is playing
3: you. Mm-hmm. Is that- yeah, I with that fully, Irene. I think the music is singing, the singing me. i just. I'm just an open channel to it. You know, you've heard that before. You know, you can be a flute and just let the wind blow through you. But I, I, I do. It's a beautiful way to put it. I, it it's, it's so true. I mean, we're, I mean, we are, you know, the word for breath is spirit. I mean, in every language, um, actually except for English. But if you go back to all the languages, breath and spirit are the same word. And so, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, the word in the ancient, uh, one of the most ancient languages is Aramaic and it's um luka and it's 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 breath, but it's basically anything that you can detect its presence but you can't find its source. So it kind of becomes this mystical play on the on the word and you start to you know you're breathing, you're thinking about that. Oh, you're thinking about this. You can't where does your breath start and where does it end? You know, where did the wind begin when it came across the tree in your backyard? I don't know. It's just, this, it's just this flow of life. It's this flow of energy, flow of chi. So it's a really beautiful, uh, thing to play. And the thing that's so beautiful about singing is, you know, why do you feel so good when you're singing? Because you're breathing.
1: <laughs> and if yes. everyone's
3: singing the same song together, they have to take an in-breath at the same time to get the, you know, get the words out. So, uh, and, uh, we also do toning, uh, and which is basically just bringing your breath, um, through your vocal cord and, and creating a resonance around the word that, that is uh, the intentional word that you're toning you know most people are familiar with the toning of ohm I and you have to use your breath for that i mean it's just a simple the simple fact so um yeah it all goes together doesn't it doesn't it all play together nicely <laughs>
2: it all plays together nicely you talked before about the progression of your music and how it's evolved over time let's talk a little bit about each album and and how your music has evolved from one album to the other i'm not sure i have them in the right order was periphery your first
3: no cordon is the first one which is um cordon okay. was, was uh, basically that Don't die with your music. There's a line in it says, "Pour it on and let it out." Pour it on and let it out. That's the name of that album. That was 2006. It's it's a very sweet album. It's got that "Don't die with your music" at the end. There's a song called "Amazed by You," which is the start of the album, and it's um it's kind of this you know kind of jazzy, funky. I wouldn't say funky, but just a jazzy and. Very uplifting song called "Amazed by You." It's got some very beautiful songs. Um, It it has a little bit of an Americana feel. It's got some uh, influences of uh, some some violin and fiddle in there. It's got a kind of a rootsy feel. Um, Periphery is the next one. It has also that rootsy feel, but there's there's a little bit more depth in some of the um, some of the topics. Periphery is the title track, and that song is all about um, the fact that we kind of, we kind of get so focused with our eyes on the prize of our goals and our, you know, dreams that we forget that life is what happens sort of in the periphery of all that. So that entire album is sort of written around that song. Um, there's a song called In Between, which is, um, probably my favorite song on that album. You can play that on my website on the box called In Between. It's a very upbeat, toe-tapping, just, just feel good song um, sunrise, sunset in between you get what you get so that that's one of my favorite songs off of that yeah, I like that one for, too yeah it's got kind of a feel to it that just is very infectious I mean I play it almost every concert just because it gets people so pumped up um, thin little veil is the next one that came out um, after periphery, and that one is really um, that's where I was, that's where the spirituality started really getting much infused in almost every song. Um, at the same time I was writing this album, I was attending um, in spiritual training at, at a, a, a consciousness school in Baltimore called Inspiration Community, inspirationcommunity.org. And so much of that album was, it was influenced by my experience there. And that's where I was first uh, introduced to the breath work. Um, and that album just, it really launched a lot of growth in, uh, in where I was playing, what kind of venues I was playing, what kind of people were connecting to the music. Um, the next one is called Believe the Bird, and it's, it's just a simple, uh, uh, I think there's seven or eight songs, recorded basically in my home at my computer with one mic. And it's a very contemplative, very deep, Songs. I mean, just the power of these songs is just the guitar is all is needed, um, and that's available only for a download. But the title track, "Believe the Bird," was influenced by uh, Audubon, James Audubon. You know, the bird, um, the bird enthusiast, uh, who said the very profound statement: "He said, if the book and the bird disagree, uh, believe the bird." And so, this was all about us like getting caught up in the materialism of the world, not materialism like stuff, but just, you know, our language, you know, the bird, it, you know, to the bird, it's all just words, you know, it's all just words. And so we get so caught up in life and get caught up in labels and believe the bird is really the song, just this ethereal kind of song about just, you know, believe the sign that you think you see in nature. If you see a bird fly over and your heart goes a flutter, you know, just believe that feeling and realize that nature is really what it's all about. It's not about the televisions and the the cars and all that. It's about the trees and the birds. That's where you will find your juice and your energy if you go back to the earth. Anyway, um, Put a Little More Love in the World is my latest CD, which we released um, last year about this time. And that song song itself is the title track, Put a Little More Love, and that song's an anthem, and it's a call the world. It's a a six-and-a-half-minute song. It just builds and builds and builds and builds, and that song is really my my mantra to the world, Um, and I think it's just what every single person is here to do, is to just put a little more love in the world, and it's just that simple, Um, and there's so many messages on that. I Am, which you played earlier, there's two songs about breath work, Um, one song called Breathe, which is a very ethereal, sort of meditative song about uh, when you do those things, when you do those things, you do, uh, you run the risk of leaving no time to breathe. So, um, there's a lot of teachings within the songs, Um, and of course there's the anthem, put a little more love in the world. So, so that's, all. Uh, that's the whole sort of catalog. And again, they're all available. They, you know, and the listeners want to go in and, and they can listen to just about every song and, and they could even buy just an individual song that they like. They have our own. Um, store right on the website where they and can And on that them. note, it's time. It's
2: um, time for us to go to break. So during break, maybe you can take a look at BobSima.com and decide on which music you want to order. This is Irene Conlon saying, "Stay tuned."
0: starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world.
1: It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Lanise Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenise and her expert guests who have turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
2: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN.
1: You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlin. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon.
2: Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Bob Sima. We're talking about his music, uh, and he's a different kind of musician. He's a spiritually-oriented musician. He gives wonderful, uplifting music and messages. Uh, please go to his website, bobsima.com, and listen to some of the music, see some of the things he's done. Um I really want to ask you this question, I guess, Bob. What What are the challenges of a spiritual musician? Are they different from others who sing things like rock and more popular songs? You know, do you have special challenges, or are they the same challenges every musician has?
3: Hmm. Well, um, well, I don't know. I think, too, um, I would think that just there's this sort of balance between Is it, um, is it entertainment or is it supposed to be, you know, sort of experiential, um, you know, where do you continue to play? You know, are you trying to, uh, you know, getting the music out there is is, I think the same for everyone. We all want to get our music out, whether it's, you know, a hard rock group or me and we all have, I think we have the same challenges. I think we both, um, both, energies are trying to put out something, you know, our music, again, what Wayne Dyer said, and so I think we probably have the same, you know, the same challenges as anybody else. Yeah,
2: but you may, that's an interesting point, because, you know, is your music just for entertainment? No, not really, you know, and and your music is for uplifting, and Mm, the general musician uh, from some of the music I hear <laughs> they don't think about uplifting
3: <laughs> well, I would say it's interesting I, I, it's just, now that I think about it a little bit more I do think I have some challenges because then people, they'll hear the music and I'll get you know, book and request hey can you come play it? Um, you know, whatever there's, there's, this, this venue and, and it's like, you know, wow. Well, if it's, it's sort of all about um, kind of background music, and then I, I don't do it. I mean, it's, it's sort of like I only present this music in, you know, in ways. And I don't want to sound like a preacher, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of like this feeling of like would what, what a preacher get up and go, sure, I'll stand up in the middle of a bar and start preaching. No, I mean, you yeah. look for a, a setting that's yeah. like mindful. And all I, I that. hate so, to
2: be the, the bearer of this news, but if we're going to get to listen to... Uh, put a little love into the world we need to wrap our conversation up now Um, and I really want our listeners to hear this song it is so rich it leaves such an impact so Bob I'm going to tell you thank you so much for being with us today we're going to let the music take us out Um, do you have anything you'd like to say to the listeners before we do that
3: Well, I mean, thank you for having me on. I'm really grateful. Keep doing what you're doing. I mean, to the listeners, I would just say forgiveness. You know, it's all about forgiveness. Not just forgiving others, but forgiving yourself. Be gentle. Be compassionate with yourself. And, you know, surrender to that feeling that you know is inside of you, which is love. And put a little
2: love into the world. Let's go out with that. I'll see you next week with more of the Self-Improvement Show.
4: In the eye, the bravest blown, reaching for the winter sky. It's the racing of your heart, the sage behind the smile. The home.
1: you again for joining dr irene Conlon for the self-improvement show please listen again next thursday at 4 p.m eastern time 1 p.m pacific time on the voice america empowerment channel remember that improvement out there starts in here